0: Hello, I'm Kieran Hanrahan and you're welcome to the Tradfest podcast. We're super excited as they say as we're just two days away now from our Tradfest festival here in Dublin. It starts this Wednesday. I'm speaking to you today from Ivy House on St Stephen's Green in Dublin, the home of the Department of Foreign Affairs in Ireland and we're very grateful to them for hosting the launch of Tradfest 2020. On this week's show we're delighted to welcome home the Diver Sisters. They're originally from Bundy. Dorn in County Donegal, but they're better known as the screaming mm. orphans and by the sound of one of them today, Gráinne, I'm sure you must have been doing a lot of screaming already today, Gráinne. I
1: know, exactly. I sound like I'm on my last legs <laughs> so I do. Yes, no, coughing more than screaming this time which is unusual because yes, I usually do scream, don't I do Usually quite
0: a bit. Because <laughs> I sing
1: high harmonies and I screech them.
0: Okay, but so your voice will have to be perfected then before you do this performance at Tradfest on the twenty-second. Are you and looking forward to that gig? Actually, I'm
2: so looking forward to it because yes. we, we we watch Tradfest and we've always wanted to be a part of it. And it's it's a wonderful wonderful festival. We're so honoured to be part of the lineup and yes. to be. We're flying back from Florida for the show, and then we're flying back to, to Florida. We're doing some festivals down there, so <laughs> it's very glamorous. It sounds very glamorous. It's not it's not very really, sh- really not at all. <laughs>
0: no, you have a very interesting story, and I'd really like to talk about some of the the backstory. Yes. Let's say to the screaming of uh, the Screaming Orphans actually firstly about the name we'll get to that but your own name you're Divers and you're from Bundorn in Donegal but you have a very very interesting history in traditional music will you just we give do. us some we of it
2: we do it very much the ballads and yes and well our, um,
1: our mother was a singer in her family Cayley Band it was the Richard Fitzgerald Cayley Band and um, I'm seeing, <laughs> and then and um, then Uncle Richie actually he initially started he he was uh, playing with the Bally Shannon band and he got to know Jimmy Shand in Scotland and um Jimmy Shand was a very famous like, you know Scottish accordion player so he actually taught Uncle Richie a lot of tunes. You know, Uncle Richie knew the tunes from, the, like, from around the area, but he learnt a lot of the Scottish tradition and then he started his own band. And then Uncle Barney joined and then later our mother was the singer. So they actually just toured a lot around Ireland and they won a Mitchellstown Creamery programme and they were played on RTE something like for 10 years they got a slot every week they got played
0: they were, So were because the Richard Fitzgerald Cayley Band it was a renowned Cayley it Band was. and any history that's ever written or read about Cayley Bands in Ireland they are in there yeah,
2: yeah. and Uncle Richie he's, uh, sadly he's no longer with us but we were so lucky because every Friday evening he would come when we were kids he would come down to our house and we would play away especially my two other sisters they loved the more traditional stuff you know was everyone going to you know run we out to we the we nightclubs <laughs> the
1: but though, but it didn't matter Uncle Richie yeah to love me, I used to play the flute, yeah. and he used to go, I love a bit of flute, yeah. but I used to play the fiddle a bit, but Angela, Angela and Mary Therese, the accordion, the fiddle, mm. they really, really, like, they listened a- to every tune of the he Scottish played. And Scottish
2: music and the Scottish marches and all the, 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 the Highlands, and he loved the Scottish music, Uncle Richie, so um, we were really blessed to have him come down to the house, and then, you know, he, there was always singing with Mammy, we grew up with songs all the time, like, it was just, it was the soundscape of our, you know, Teenage years, mommy singing in the kitchen. There was always music in every single room. We're so lucky. Yes,
1: and we also um, got our start as well through our mother because um, she retired quite young from the Cayley Band and um, she just got into bad health and things like that, you know, the constant travelling in those days. And um, she started, they asked her around the town and, like, the name of the towns, to come and entertain the tourists. So um, we... Start. We were playing some like our instruments, and we were playing a bit of stuff, and then we all started playing together. So then we became Mammy's backing band, and we were Kathleen Fitzgerald and the Diver <laughs> Sisters. And then yeah, we were yeah, <laughs> and we used to chew gum. Yeah, we used to, and to chew gum. Yes, we used to look very disinterested. <laughs> it was terrible, but you know what? It was just a brilliant, brilliant learning. You learnt the tunes, and you learnt how to entertain a crowd.
0: No, just for people to know actually beautiful Bundorn that was her big song it wasn't it was, yes, was yeah,
1: yes May, Mayo Higgins but um, the, the music was Bertie Flynn, Bertie Flynn, wrote, Flynn. Th- wrote the music and Mayo Higgins wrote yeah. the lyrics
0: how did your mother actually get involved with that band because she was very very young
1: yes, she, was, yeah. she was she was um, initially Mammy mm-hmm. um, the band had a male singer and Uncle Richie and Uncle Barney, they had it. And one day he was sick, or he couldn't come to the show, and they couldn't get another singer in. So I think it was Granny said, "Why don't you take Kathleen?" And I think Uncle Barney kind of, you know, because she was very, very, very young at the time. She was in ankle socks. She was just at school, and she she came anyway. And then she took fright. So they said, "Oh well, we need a singer." So they put her at the side of the stage with a microphone. So they played, and then she sang in. But. Behind the Curtains. I think Uncle and Barney was happy because he was like, I'm keeping behind the curtains. Yeah, we can't make kids singing with <laughs> it's us. It's not cool. <laughs> but um, she was a massive hit, but she was t- she was a wee bit young at the time. So I think about maybe a year later, she started singing with the band and she was really, really popular. We, it was Uncle Barney and her used to do duets as well. And um, they used to even think there's a hole in the bucket yeah. and things like that. And, and, and Molly
2: Bourne and Brian Oak, mm-hmm. like these yeah, great, great songs. It, that and, and it, it, it must have been wonderful to go actually go to see them because they had the dance music, but then they also had the songs, mm-hmm. and everybody would just go there for for music. That those days are kind of gone because you know the internet and music is so available. Very different. You know?
0: But I understand maybe that did somebody write a lot of songs for her? Was there a neighbour or who who wrote the songs
1: for your mother? Do you know who was a great um a great uh, person who wrote songs for Mammy was uh, Sean McBride who wrote The Homes of Donegal. He was a really good personal friend of um, Mammy's and Daddy's and he was always down in the house. He would know, have house yeah. on Critch Island Critch island, Critch island That's where he came from yeah. and he used to come down to Bundorn. I, I wish I wish you know sometimes people die and you're too small so you can't even with Uncle Richie you know I, if he was alive now I, you could learn so much more from him. You know when you're young mm-hmm. y- you don't I, I suppose you don't you don't listen and you don't pay as much attention as you should. Well, some people are really good; they do that. <laughs> not the us.
0: Other not the, us. Other <laughs> the
1: other two. The other two. the two that don't talk. <laughs> the and the they say, "Why we're yeah, successful? The, the gabbers, yes. So,
0: but you but do get a chance really to relive some of that because I understand there's a collection of those songs. Yes. Is there in an attic somewhere?
1: Yes, it is. We yeah. actually have we have a lot of um, Sean McBride songs that he wrote uh, down for Mammy, but he used to write in tonic solfa. So, because Mammy didn't read music, so he just wrote it down. But yeah, we must we must get them out. And do you know what? We're going to go through them at some time because
2: they should be. You know, we should hear them. Well, she, she used to sing my old fiddle up and there you on know, the wall. And Mammy tells us stories, and she comes up with these songs, and she says, "Oh, this man came up to me, and there's this beautiful song she has." And she said, "A man came up to her in Galway, and he just..." He, 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 he thanked her, he gave her the song and then she sang it and he thanked her so much and she said he sort of disappeared into the ground. She was young at the time as well and didn't pay yeah. much attention, but it's a beautiful song. You know, and I don't know who the song, she doesn't know herself who the songwriter was. He just came up to her in the crowd and then just went and, away. And also
1: Granny had a, a boarding house and it went into a hotel. So in there's Bundo a lot of musicians used to come and Mammy said she learnt a lot of songs from older people. Yeah. there used to be a lot of like you know school teachers mm-hmm. and people who spoke like i unfortunately bundorn you know we weren't in an area that was like you know yeah. irish speaking area yeah. which was a pity you
0: but know so you but you got the other sides of the culture there's no did, question about that did, did, and a did. very rich culture yeah. too that you had access to mm, yeah. so now i'm going to move slightly, what I feel from this conversation actually is that I feel a new CD in the making from that collection, maybe maybe Mammy's Attic or something like that but the reason I say this and it wouldn't surprise me, you're an eclectic band, you do all, a complete range of music and we'll talk about that, I want to know how did you change from being Kathleen's the Divorce Sisters, the backing band, you, to the Screaming office. I will
1: tell you, okay. boys. <laughs> yes. No, yes. it was Yes, it not. was. It was. No, it what wasn't. What do you think? <laughs> surfers came out of time. No, 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 no. It was our career. Go ahead with that. Not. No, it wasn't. Or it wasn't. was... Here yes, time. listen to yeah. her. Listen to her <laughs> denying <laughs> it. But um, here's the thing. Uh, we lived in a town that's really big for surfing. So, um, you know, there was lots of young men with brown legs and very white teeth came. And we said, hmm, let's become a pop band because then we play the surf contests. So I think that was part of it. You know, we wanted to move away from I suppose entertaining the tourists into playing more for like, you know, our own age group.
2: So we became a covers band, which was Remember? which actually was good in a way because, you know, it stands by you as songwriters because I think to to play covers and and to really have that, good songs, you know, you know go, how a
1: good song yeah, is written,
2: how a good song is crafted and that has also stood by us in the fact of like um entertaining um People no matter what age or what where they 're from, and always we kept our Irish, we always loved our Irish music, so we always had that basis to branch out and all I- even our songs our pop songs have got that that we th- th- yeah, the very thread. strong there 's a thread of Irish and Kaylee and the dance coming through I think we always like a, a, like a simple beat, and I think that comes from the Kaylee and the sort of tradition of Uncle Ritchie, the Cayley band, and that kind of like dance rhythm yeah, in our tunes. We always like something with a beat, you I know.
0: Love, I love growing his honesty about how that actually but developed. Was. I, was, I was expecting a big artistic no. explanation. No. As to I why know, that. it's <laughs>
2: disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, we blame she's waterlogged her brain. I know. <laughs> so, so tell us then,
0: <laughs> no, how not. did you become? Let's it's say, you were the Diver Sisters? Yeah, how, yeah. how, where did screaming orphans emerge from?
2: You know, actually, we we actually went to Dublin, and we we didn't go to Dublin. We um, our dad would would sometimes like we were still at school and stuff, and we would kind of we wanted to kind of branch into original music, you know. But then we and still had, sisters, and
1: had and Diver Sisters, and everybody was calling us Twisted Sister, and you know all that stuff. And of Diver thing. Lever began yeah, to
2: shiver into Love Love
1: Lever. You know the usual. <laughs> oh my but God. Anyway, so then, uh, a friend, <laughs> a friend actually uh, came up. Damien, uh, Damien Fallon, he's from the town, and he came up and he said, "You know, I thought of a name. I think Joan or somebody said we've got to get a name for our band." So he came up with two
2: names. Well, no, we, we did a uh, we did a cover show in Ballyshannon, and the guy yeah, that was running the popcorn is the Coon kittens. That was the worst. That was awful. The we've got to he said, Go twisted, up, we get whatever. a
1: name. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah. my god. So then we, he um, said. Some name. I think it was like paper bag daisies. And then he said, Screaming Orphans. And we went, Screaming Orphans, because it's brilliant. Because we said to ourselves, um, we have been playing with our mother and our poor dad. He was our sound engineer and our roadie and our manager. Best manager we ever had, I have to say. But um, so we kind of um, I branched out for them. So we became orphans in a way. Yes. And then we always said, you know, we never really fit it in. Because I think we we love so much music and... We never want to cut one part of us off, you mm. know. I, I think that y- you have to play what you love to play. Yeah, you and know? That,
2: that kind of developed later because sometimes the industry wants you to be one thing, and if you're not one thing, they kind of don't know what to do with you. And they kind of dictated to us initially after we'd you know, we'd got a bit known as Screaming Orphans and, and we sang to Warner in England. And they sort of like, um, kind of, they wanted us to be just pop. I suppose. Yes, and, and
1: that yeah. really was not awesome. And the Montez Mary us. tree is like on a grand piano, and, and me off just the drums. Her
2: off the drums, and, it's and I grew up with the drums. And it's not that I'm a great drummer, but I love oh, the you drums. Oh, you are a good drummer. But, but, do you, well, know what, but you know what? But you know what I mean. I She's sing and play the drums. I'm a simple drummer, you know. But I've always loved the drums, and I felt weird just singing. She no plays drums. the drums like she
1: sings a song. You yes. know, some people are very, you know, when they drum, it's very much comes from a rhythmic thing, you know, beats and that. Joan. Plays as she sings, she hits where she feels like, you know. So, yeah. and it's very unusual, and she has her own style, and it's never the same. <laughs> no, never the same. It's a wild style. That's it, Wild. That's wild
0: it. Style of the we sort
1: of said to ourselves, like, it, it the screaming orphans really suited because we felt like we had we're screaming for attention, yeah. and also sometimes we sing high harmonies. And and I know it, it is scream. a harsh
2: name, and like a lot of people, like go, that's a terrible name. But people will always have a comment. They'll either go, I hate that name, or that's a great name, or. but they'll always talk about it and they remember it. And also, mm-hmm. it's
1: not, you know, sometimes it's just, I, I think a lot of, um, especially with girl bands, you know, they tend to have names. You know, you tend to have names that are either girly or kind of riot girly. You know, it's it's... it's I, we just wanted it because no, nobody was ever like a death think, metal band, I know no. we sound like a death metal band what but at mean? least uh, you yeah, know I know people sometimes uh, yeah they say oh cuz a lot of time people say oh I come to your show and I sit right at the back because yeah. I want to make a quick escape and then they go oh I really enjoyed you and I wish I sat at the front but um but the thing is you know sometimes it's great to fight against things to change things because I think it strengthens you as a person if you if you have it too easy you know and I think then we we were You know, had we called ourselves something, like one man once said, we should call ourselves the High Queens. Like, I mean, come on, come on, like, you know, but anyway, it's just, you know, when you fight against something, you stick by something, you stick by the way you play. It it really hardens, it makes you, makes you really value your band and you let nothing ever pull it apart.
0: Fair play. Now I have. I can understand now why both Angela and Marie tres don't speak, because <laughs> I'd say they'd find it hard to get the word in Edgeways anyway.
2: Well, Marie Trez not too bad, but she when T- 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 <laughs> she when she goes off, she when goes she to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 <When> she, <laughs> she whispers. She whispers, and nobody <laughs>
0: <laughs> understands her.
2: Yeah, she she <laughs> does. When she gets going, she just keeps. And Angela <laughs> going. just be like silence, <laughs> silence except when worse. she's complaining behind closed doors. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So my next question then is: there are two actually. Were you always going to be professional musicians? Was that was that destined for you?
1: I think it yeah. was. You know, at at times we say, Oh, I'd love to have been this, but music, every every turn in the road kept us at music. And even nowadays people say, Oh, you're not tired turn, but everything you just keep going and, and I, it just we, brings us further along. Things never, happen and we keep going.
2: We've never never been able to, we never did anything else. We've never. Well, we've never really. And like when you think about time, we might have done five percent of musicians, they say make their full time living through music, mm-hmm. and that's us. Yeah. I know we sacrifice that because it's the four of us on our own, and it's not an easy life as women on the road. And oh, we're lucky because well. we're f- we're family, but it's not an easy life. It's 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 well, there's a lot of
1: work. You tend to um, you're changing all the time. You have no roots. That's the problem because we live out of suitcases. Like, I haven't unpacked a suitcase in, like, yeah, 17 years. I always keep question. the suitcase. You're
0: here in Ireland, you're back to yeah. the States for a short while, back then for the gig, and then back to the States yeah. again. Where do you base yourselves? Do you base yourselves in the States?
1: We, well, we're actually just on visas, so yeah. we're actually, we're still Irish, you know, we, yeah. ba- we have to base ourselves here. But we do so much work in the US because we have to, for our visa, you know, you have to fill a full year. But, um, we had an apartment. Oh, we had an apartment in Manhattan. <laughs> oh, it was the best. Oh, my, we have millions of stories about that. Our neighbour died. <laughs> Our tyres got slashed. Oh, and then the, the man nearly set the place on fire. I remember but the other building went on fire behind us.
2: Oh, we've got lots <laughs> of stories. And But well, we do we, we, we do work a lot in the States. But, mm. you yes. know, we, we love home. And that's why we want to, you know, we're so delighted to be part of Tradfest, to be able to play yes.
0: So, so then, that brings me on, eventually on, um, yeah. because I find you very interesting to hear all these stories. <laughs> Too many it stories. Me, I'm glad I'm not talking to the four of you, though. But uh, I want to ask you about your music, then, because yeah. it is very eclectic. Can I say that you had a pop album that yeah, Billboard yeah. just went ape about, and then you followed that up with a folk album. So will you explain your music to us?
2: Well, I think it comes from, because we're allowed to record, because we're our own boss, we're, we're not dictated by a record company, so we basically can make whatever album we want. So we've always loved our Irish and our folk roots, so we always keep true to that because we, we sort of, because playing in America, we tend to play to diverse audiences. People that mightn't necessarily be full Irish, but would have maybe their wife's mother or their wife's people as are Irish, they don't necessarily like the Irish music, but they come to the Irish festival. So when they come to see a band like ourselves, they sort of relate to us because we can take like, handsome Johnny Flynn or, or an older song, or even the Foggy Dew, and sort of, um, I suppose, play it in a pop way, mm, but don't lose, don't lose the, 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 essence. Tr- the, yeah, essence the essence of the song. Yeah. But play it and be be true to the essence of the song, but also have this pop formula, I suppose, with drums and bass guitar and you know keyboards and stuff like that. So, and then. We kind of are pop singers, so when you sing it that way, they can relate and they love it because they get the beautiful Irish song, and but a little bit more yeah, modern. And I have such. To tell you.
1: When we actually sing a song, and we explain this song was like sung by Maggie Barry. It's yeah. great because then people say, "Oh, who's that?" Now I'll go and I'll look up and see other versions of the song. So I mean, it's an education for people. You know, it's you have to keep the songs alive, and, and you especially have to keep for the, the, the little
2: young kids. We like we've built up in America, and now we're like able to headline most of the major Irish American festivals. We think it's a
1: feat because yeah. I think we're the only sort of like female band that can headline. Because I suppose we're lucky because we have the drums, the bass, you know, we can go...
0: And a very broad... Yes. Yes. Of of music.
1: So we can, we can play the late night... We can yeah. play the late-night songs. Although, at times, we always prefer to play something a bit earlier because then you catch the kids, because mm-hmm. it's so important. It's and so you can also play the
2: softer songs and the slower songs. And we do stuff a cappella as well, which we love to do, because it's just... It's yeah, like just, The West Awake. Yeah, like those old songs. Just, just mm-hmm. keep
1: them plain yeah. and simple. We do that, and we do uh, Down by the Glenside. You know, we sing them very, very... We've sing them very straight, and the way that we don't sing them. Fancy and then we were very
2: lucky because in the last pop album we did, that's the one that went in the Billboard, like the iTunes um, pop charts in America. But we did that with because we've all because we got our start sort of I suppose in Ireland with when we came screaming Orphans with Sinead O'Connor. We were her backing singers, so we've always remained in close contact with John Reynolds. So um, Mr. Sinead's yeah. producer and Damien Dempsey, he's done amazing stuff. And he's always been, a, and in this business, to have somebody as a friend over, over the years is just incredible. So we were able to do this last album with him. We went to London and it was just wonderful to work with him. So that's th- the track Happy Together. We we played a cover tune, but we also played the Irish. But John and us decided that we just looped the, the, the fiddle like a, a line underneath it s- to sort of make it smaller for the arm to fit the arm because, you know, you can't have too many of the Irish at the beginning because it would just be too long. Yes, because so we, we d- <laughs> yes, we'd be going on for like I'm eight or, on nine, on on minutes, on. Okay, eight or nine minutes. Eight or nine minutes. God, I mean, sorry for people trying to follow us. I know. So
0: yeah, I, I, I can follow most but I have to say <laughs> not to but I, all I'm saying is, okay. I said already, I'm glad I'm not following the four of you in this <laughs> conversation. You're singing at the launch of Tradfest yes. tonight, so what can the audience, it's a short set naturally yeah. enough, but what can they expect to hear from you?
2: Well, a wee glimpse into, like a wee, a wee soundscape of what we are, like an original song well two original songs and also Happy to gather the cover with the Irish so that's yeah. just
0: and you're performing with John Bowden and the Remnant Kings and Hothouse yes, Flowers yeah. in the They're Olympia Theatre on the 22nd are you looking forward to that? I'm
2: really
1: looking, so forward, looking forward, to forward to it, to it and yeah. it's brilliant loads of friends of ours are coming in they set I'm, I'm kind of coming to see you but I'm coming to see the House <laughs> Flowers <laughs> a bit more so, so it's
0: fun. Extra. They're, <laughs> they're getting, getting extra, yes. We see you all the time. <laughs> Girls, we
1: love you, but this is brilliant. And they're all really interested in seeing John Bowden yeah. as well.
0: So that's on Wednesday the 22nd in the Olympia Theatre as well. Yeah. It's a beautiful venue. Yeah. Have you played there before?
1: We played with Sinead. Yeah, with Sinead. Yeah. back in the day. We played... So they'll yeah. have
0: your dressing room ready for you. That <laughs> <one right there. laughs> That's Joan and Grania of oh, the Screaming Orphans. You're great fun. And it was fantastic to talk to you. And you're such a you know a depth in your tradition, I have to say. It's just brilliant. And we wish you further success into whatever you do musically. We look forward to seeing you at Tradfest.
2: Thanks
1: oh, thank very much for very having
0: us. Yes, thank you. <laughs> around, come into the sound you down Feel the air of faith.